Good day, folks. This is Paul of the House of Graber coming to you on the 19th day of November, 2023. And before I go any further, I want to say that everything that is brought forth on this platform, Memoirs of a Farmer Boy, and everything that we do here at the House of Graber, all the property, intellectual property, uh, express written material, audio, verbal, or anything else that we have or do here. Everything else, I should say. Everything that we do here is protected and safeguarded under the laws of nature and nature's God, otherwise known as lawful due process, otherwise known as the heavenly courts. This is the venue that we operate in. Our material is also protected and safeguarded under the private registered copyright of the House of Graber. So, our platform, Memoirs of a Farmer Boy, is where we talk about real-life experiences of today concerning Revelations 18.4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. My goal is to share things and thoughts and concepts that possibly can bring your journey out of corporate into private a little more into focus and help you along the way. The topic that I want to talk about is discernment. This is the topic... Uh, that I'm going to cover here on this broadcast with a subtitle, How is your discernment muscle working? How healthy is your discernment muscle? The muscle of discernment is like any other muscle. If we use it, exercise it, care for it properly, it will grow and become stronger and it will perform better. If we don't use it and we ignore it, then good chance that it will become weaker. Uh, just It's just the way it works, you know. Uh, recently, I found out that some of the muscles that I should be using are pretty weak because I've been working outside, doing a little bit of concrete work, very small scale, building a deck along with the help of my boys. And, you know, I became rather sore because I was using muscles that hadn't been used for a while. So when I talk about discernment, um, if, if you've been on a journey of, you know, living in a better lifestyle for your health, uh, physical health, or, and or living a better lifestyle in, uh, in the way of living in the private versus um, living as a private living soul versus a subject class corporate slave of the Babylonian system, or whatever area that you've been trying to improve your life in, maybe it's multiple areas. You know, there's financial wellness, there's physical wellness, mental wellness, emotional wellness. Um, I would venture to say that 
if we want to live a balanced life, then there's multiple areas that we get to cover. So in that process, when we start doing research, I know this has been my experience, we start doing research and we find a plethora of things, online, offline, uh, Facebook, wow, uh, we're talking about discernment. Facebook is, um, it, it seems like it's a dumping ground for people to um, spew stuff that, you know, they can say stuff on Facebook that nobody will listen to anywhere else. That's what it looks like. So have you, have you been researching uh, living in the private or living a better lifestyle or moving in the direction of living a healthier life, whatever that may be? And I'm going to talk in the area of looking at materials and processes and documents and things that would hopefully change our standing in the eyes of the corporate Babylonian company called United States or USA, the USA Corporation. I have looked at many, many things uh, over the years, and my biggest frustration uh, in the last 20 plus years, especially early on, was there were many people, and there still are, there are many people selling packages online, offline, and of course now there's Telegram and a lot of social media. Uh, TikTok is, um, I don't listen to TikTok. I don't watch TikTok videos. I don't have anything to do with TikTok just because I have convictions about that whole platform. There's some of the most well-meaning people putting stuff on TikTok, but I personally won't have anything to do with it. Um, but there's uh, a lot of different platforms. There's social media platforms that are too numerous to mention on this message. And then there's, uh, you know, the, the one that's been around for quite a while, YouTube, um, Rumble, etc. And... I see people doing broadcasts, and I see documents, and I see um, all, all manner of publication of what is supposed to be things that will help us move into the private or be protected or getting out of the system, so to speak, okay? And... I'm going to tell you most of the things that I see are polluted with statutory um, statutory terms, whether it's whether it is on audio, whether it is on uh, administrative, you know, documents, whether it's coming from people that have been around for a long time or whether it's newbies just regurgitating what they heard. I see a common thread 
in almost everything that I look at. And I'm, I'm mentioning this not to criticize the people that are putting that information out there. I'm mentioning it because um, it behooves us to look at things with a critical eye, not to criticize anyone in particular, but to criticize the content before we put our signature or our autograph to it. That's what got us in trouble in the first place, is we've been signing things. We've been putting our name on paper and on electronic screens and, and agreeing to things all over the place without knowing what we're agreeing to. We don't even have a clue what it is that we're signing. So let's do an acid test question. And this is a question for you to ask yourself. How many times in your life have you clicked agree or whatever it is online to a terms and conditions document that is so long that nobody in their right mind is going to read all of it? Or how many times in your life have you signed a physical paper document in front of you without even thinking of the implications of that act of signing that document and agreeing to the contract. So it would behoove us to be critical, to use our discernment muscle, to practice discernment. There's, there's actually um, there's a misconception about using discernment. And I guess there's also a right way and a wrong way to do it, but I, w I just want to say that I am critical of any new information that people send me. I have people sending me stuff to look at. And uh, some of them are like, hey, could you check this out? I, I just want to know what you think. And then others are, oh, my God, you got to watch this and pass it on before it disappears. And it's like there's this big urgency and they... Um, or they make you feel like um, they try to put you on a guilt trip for not watching or agreeing to their riffraff paraphernalia, whatever it is that they put on Facebook or Telegram or YouTube or wherever it is. And I can tell you right now, um, when that happens, I immediately scroll on down or I delete the post or whatever it is. I do not waste my time. Okay, because I am very critical of what I look at. And it doesn't mean that I've perfected the art of discernment. It just means that I'm a little bit better than I used to be years ago. We should be critical. We should be practicing discernment. Because if we go ahead and use things that we don't even know what we've agreed to or signed on to, then we potentially will get into trouble. So when I look at, uh, and I'll give you a good example. Right now, I'm in the process of preparing a, um, oh, it's a revocation of POAs and, um, you know, everything that we signed along the way and contracts, adhesion contracts that got us into trouble. 
uh, I've already done my own and have sent it out, put it on the public record, and sent it to certain offices like the Attorney General of the United States and uh, the local prosecutor and court clerk and et cetera. So now I'm also working on the same document for other members of my house because it's, it's something that I have made a decision that it's necessary to do that. And there's a specific way that I do it. Now, I, I found a, a version of that revocation of POAs. But I didn't just go and, and, you know, pull it off the internet or wherever and print it and sign it. What I did is what I do with, with most things that I find. If it's even something that I feel like I want to use at all, which sometimes I don't, but in this case, I am. What I did is I completely scrutinized that document. I tore it apart. I did a remodel job on it. And I put it back together the way I feel good about it, the way I want it. And it doesn't, it's got some similarities to what, to what um, it used to look like when I got a hold of it. But it's very, very different. I even changed the wording on the title because there's words in there, there's statutory terms that were all throughout that document that I didn't like and I won't use. I won't have them anywhere on my documents. So I tore it apart and I put it back together again. Now, here's, here's what I want you to know. I do the same thing with my own documents. When I write something for the first time, like the very first time that I put something together, a letter or a memorandum or a, a notice or um, whatever it is, I'll, I'll put it together and I'll write it the best I know how and then I'll leave it set and a few days later I'll pull it up again and I'll revamp it. There's, there's things that I don't want to have in there. I've you know, I revisit it, and I know that there's things that I have to change. So I'm critical. I'm just as critical with my own stuff as I am with anybody else's. And some people think that um, being critical or having uh, a judgmental eye for that kind of material is, oh, you know, uh, being judgmental is not good. Well, I'm going to tell you that it is actually. Being critical is good because um, you're dealing with a system that will take any loophole that you give them and it pays to be thorough. So how healthy is your discernment muscle and what are you doing with it? I have... I want to say um, my discernment muscle has a lot of potential to become even better than it is, okay? But uh, 
being critical of the material that we put our name to and understanding what we're reading. Uh, what, what I've seen a lot of people do also is they'll see a document that, that somebody has put together and used, and it, it doesn't fit inside their brain. It doesn't fit inside their head because it's completely different than what they are accustomed to seeing or thinking. And then the first thing they'll do is go making changes to the document until it looks like what fits inside their current thinking modality. That is also very dangerous because um, they haven't changed the document because they know what they want. They've changed the document in this case because of limited thinking because of lack of knowledge and what they've done is they've now I'm talking about a document that I've used and I know that it that it does what it's meant to do and it absolutely is effective so using your own wording great making it your own great that's I would recommend that. I do that myself. I don't I don't ever recommend anybody use a template and leave it just, you know, as a cookie cutter. Like a cookie cutter pattern. But if you're changing a document and convoluting it with your own limited thinking because just because you don't understand what it's saying and you have to cut out things and add stuff to make it uh, fit your brain then um, you're, you're potentially setting yourself up for even more problems because um, it's not going to do it's not going to do what it was meant to do. So anyway, uh, just just so much for um, using discernment and practicing your discernment muscle, practicing your critical thinking, uh, practicing. And, and if you're not, um, if you're not where you think you should be, or if you don't feel comfortable critiquing a document, you know, do what you can, and get some, get another set of eyes on it, somebody that you trust that is a critical thinker. But make sure it's somebody that respects where you're going and what you're trying to accomplish. Because if they don't respect that, then you're wasting your time having them look at it. Okay, so if you can find somebody that has um, somewhat is somewhat like-minded and they have some knowledge and they're a critical thinker, have them because they'll they'll see things that you don't. And just because they point it out doesn't mean you have to change it. It just means that you've got another set of eyes on it, and it, it might help you bring it to where you want it to um, modify the document the way you actually want it to be. So with that, um, if you have any questions or um, in, in the line of, see, there's something I'm going to mention here. At Memoirs of a Farmer Boy and at the House of Graber, we, for a very long time already, we have focused on being healthy 
and being um, living as close to nature as we can, which that's a challenge. That That's a challenge. I don't care who you are. And so we don't believe that like uh, these contracts, the adhesion contracts and the implications that we've gotten into on the corporate side and in the administrative side of things and the legal side of things, we believe that that's very much connected to how we live our life otherwise in the arena of taking care of our physical health, mental health, emotional health, and uh, it's all tied together. The contracts on paper will affect your spiritual health or the lack thereof. The contracts on paper will affect your emotional health or the lack thereof. The contracts that you've made verbally and the, um, the addictions you've got on ways of eating and other lifestyle uh, practices can affect your contracts that you put on paper. So it's all a connected thing. So we focus on different areas. It's, it's not just, um, if you can't think clearly, then getting to live in the private is going to be much more difficult than if you are physically healthy and emotionally healthy. So if you have any more questions or would like to uh, connect, click on the link in the description of this podcast, memoirsofafarmerboy.com, and enter your information on the page available, and we'll get back to you. Again, it's Paul of the House of Graber at Memoirs of a Farmer Boy on the 19th day of November 2023. Have an amazing day. Until next time.